guys, welcome to Cult Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love but no one else gets and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, it's all boobs, guns, and more boobs. Because we're talking about hard ticket to Hawaii. So let's start the show with some boobs and more boobs. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> where in the hell are we? I'm so sure. Want a date? Listen, sister, if I want your opinion, I'll beat it out of you. This whole thing is turning into a theatrical mockery. You understand that, Mike? Stop eating my sesame cake! Just look like you like me, and let's stand time. All right? No. It snakes up to this pig! Wolfman's got an What did I say? No jelly rolls. What are you going to do to me, Daddy? And you can't piss on hospitality! I won't allow it! Because, hey, motherfucker. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult tonight uh, or the morning, whatever time it is. We really appreciate it. Haven't done that one in a long time, whatever time it is. Uh, do us a favor. Uh, if you want to support the show, leave us a review on iTunes. We got we got one to do tonight. Shout out! Two more to go to review 100. So everyone should be racing to be... Get them thumbs ready. Who's gonna? Who's it gonna be? Who's gonna be ninety nine? Who's gonna be one hundred? Who's gonna be ninety nine? Nobody, cares, nobody cares about ninety nine. We just care about one hundred. That's not true. Ninety nine. That's not true at all. <laughs> we love all of anybody. you. Who is ninety nine? But we got one. Uh, to now do nobody's tonight. gonna leave a review because nobody wants yeah. to be ninety nine. And if you want to, you know, even further support us, head over to our Redbubble uh, shop at redbubble.com. Just search cult, search Wow Colt Film Shop. Not Wow, but Colt Film <laughs> Shop. Uh, in the search bar or CFIR, we'll pull up our shirts and uh, you know wear them proudly. You would think, yeah, <laughs> or burn them. Yeah. Burn them. Send, 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 send yeah. us a live. And if you feed. hate it, at least you're giving us a little bit so of money funny. back. Why not? <laughs> a mass burning of cult film and review shirts. <laughs> That's scary, man. Uh, That's no, actually yeah, a scary thing. Hey, this ain't the purge. Don't do that. This ain't, okay, the podca- this ain't the podcast purge, there, fella. You know. You know? We'll grow. We'll grow as a podcast together you think from that experience. Yeah, we'll be closer uh, in a basement in hiding. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. You know. Guess what? Guess we just got a new panic room. <laughs> Check out our YouTube page, uh, and then July twentieth at Phoenix Film Bar, we will be showing Night of the Creeps. <laughs> Night of the Creeps <laughs> made, made the mic stand vibrate. Yeah. You know. So make sure that you come out for that. Get your tickets. Where, Chris? TheFilmBarPHX.com. And as always, I am joined by Cosmith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilbert. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salustio. Hello, everybody. Tonight we're talking about Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Came out in uh, 1987. was directed by Andy Sedaris. Has a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Cody! Yes. This was your pick. Why did you pick Hard Ticket to Hawaii? Uh, I'm glad you asked. So, um, this to me is in... uh, the same vein of like Troll Two and Miami uh, Connection, and uh, like it's 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 really? the it's the perfect mixture of it's so bad it's good in a genre of I guess a robotic spy film. I guess you would say robotic spy films, robotic e- spy films, robotic. Oh, yeah, there, there was robots, all but over robotic. This movie. No, yeah, robotic spy films too are pretty good. Okay, yeah. there's probably one of them in there. Robotic erotic spy uh, films. How I came across this film was because I, I'm follow you know cult film groups on on facebook just because it helps me uh find new things and the clip uh that's in this movie uh that i'm sure we're going to talk about which is with the skateboarder uh is the first thing i saw and i was like okay that is that is amazing uh how do i see this film and then i had to track down this film 
which is not easy to do. Uh, I think the YouTube copy has been taken down. I don't know. I tried to play it, but there was no sound. Um, and then that was all you could find it except for uh, a, a, I have all almost all of his films, like 12 films that came. Uh, Andy Sedaris' film came in a DVD pack called uh, Babes, Bombs, and or Guns, Babes, and Bombs or something like that. And there's a, another pack with the same movies like called Lethal Ladies uh, of his films. And uh, I found it at Zia. Uh, free plug for them, Zia, Zia Records here in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> yeah, uh, it wasn't a free plug until you did that. Yeah. And also in <laughs> Vegas, I believe. No. And uh, <laughs> I basically, they had, dude, because like, uh, I think the the VHS for this movie goes for about 120 bucks. Um, the DVD, I think, goes for f- like somewhere around That's $50. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's uh, like some black diamond garbage. No, it's not. That's some inflation right there. And uh-huh. the, uh, uh, the, this DVD pack I got for like four bucks from Zia, so you know I I I watched it and uh, I personally uh, you know uh, th- th- said this is a cult film and we need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. So that's why we have it now. Has anyone here seen Hard Ticket to Hawaii? Other than before you, before this, yeah, no, or even heard of it? No, I definitely heard of it. Never seen it. You've definitely heard of it. Yes, uh, heard of it. Uh, thought I had seen it, but it must be Picasso Trigger or one of the other ones. I don't know which one I've seen. I've definitely seen an Andy Sedaris film. Yeah. And it followed very similar to this plot of <laughs> this movie, but I, I think it was like... Well, and yeah, and the guy who plays Jade in this movie is also in Picasso Trigger, so I could see... Maybe. I don't remember I him. Think... I definitely remember Donna Spear and yeah. uh, uh, the girl who plays Taryn. I don't remember her name either. But I do remember this being like a very similar plot to the exact Another Andy Sedaris movie. I don't know how it could be a similar plot to anything. <laughs> it's like two two women like trying to take down a crime yeah. or something. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Chris, where have you you heard of it before? Other than from yeah, me? No, I just heard. I mean this this film's been talked about in like you said like the cult film community, if you will. Yeah. Like I mean it's it's one of those films where it's like oh man you got to check it out. Like it's it's ridiculous. I mean that was that was the the most I had heard about it, but yeah, never really went to go look for it too hard. Yeah. The crazy thing about this too is like Andy Sedaris, the director of this, he's in the movie. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that he's the, he's the, the TV producer. Yeah. I uh, figure that much. And, uh, <laughs> he died, he died of throat cancer. Um, so he's no longer with us, but he also has, uh, I believe it's like 14 Emmys, um, for television. Uh, he is, was actually a sports producer and he, uh, uh, was known for, I guess, from, from what I understand, he is known for inventing the honey shot or, or which is basically a, a break in a football game where they zoom in on a hot cheerleader or a girl in the crowd. <laughs> legacy right there. So Lifelong like, wait, legacy. wait, 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 like the real life, the way they do yes. it in, at actual games. Yes. Yeah, so I guess he was the pioneer of this. So. Wait, he was a sportscaster? How would he, he was like a no, he was like a producer. Of, oh, okay. Of, yeah. So he was like sports telling games. somebody like, "Hey, check out." Yeah. Like bro. so zoom in on 4E. Yeah. 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 So he's <laughs> nothing really going down on the field right now. Why don't we yeah. shoot a 4E? No, 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 yeah. the cheerleaders. The cheerleaders. It had Them to be too. cheerleaders? No, no, it's cheerleaders could be people in, in the crowd too. In, in the oh, crowd. the people in the crowd. Yeah, cheerleaders oh, yeah. people. Your 4E joke continues to work. Well, it worked when he said it. Still working. So with that being said, let's uh, cause let's go into, because I think this is going to be the fun part, plots, 
with Mike. Yeah, man. Good luck. Good luck. All right. Uh, so as I understood this Which movie, saying, yeah, good, I was luck. Saying good luck to yeah. himself. What yeah, is? he is. Good luck trying to understand what the hell I'm about to say. Um, <laughs> as I understood it, there are these two women who are like, they, what do they call them? Freighters? I, 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 the, the term said freighters, but I just think of the Millennium Falcon yeah. when I think of a freighter. It's like the Millennium Falcon of Hawaii. So yeah. you can have freighter people, apparently, too. I don't yeah. know. They're Whatever. Freight. They're shipping things across in their plane. Yes. Right? That's what they do for a living. But also, they're maybe ninjas or special agents or something. I, they I, are DEA agents. They are drug enforcement agents. So are they- One D- of them is. Are they DEA agents? Okay, wait. One of them is DEA agents. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the other, other one, one is a person that flies things no, no, back the, and the, forth. the other one's in the witness protection program, and she was based there. Yeah, but she's also training- to be a, a special DEA, agent? Yes, a DEA okay. agent. Okay, and then the other two guys are also DEA agents. Yes, Jade they are. and uh, Rowdy. Yes. Okay. They're after a, a gang. A grang. A grang. <laughs> a grang, which, if you which will. Which is what, what Chang looks like at the end. He looks kind of like a cross between Krang and Greg. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I don't... Um, I don't exactly know why they're after these criminals. Other than I know a snake gets off a plane. This happens, yeah. <laughs> they're and selling then weed. This they're selling drugs. I mean, I know there was a like yeah. that really never comes back into play. I, but I'm that, just that's, super confused. That's the initial. That's the initial. That's the initial. Uh, what's the word? What's the word for, the, for something that propels the story I forward? Think, a MacGuffin. A MacGuffin. That's I, the original I, MacGuffin. I is the weed. I actually don't think that's what they're investigating either. They are. <laughs> Jade and um, Rowdy okay. are actually investigating. They're looking into the murder of the two cops in the beginning. Okay. So they're there for a totally different reason. Yeah. Yes, they are. Because he said uh, Jade, ha- Jade has a line about it after they uh, kill everybody at the compound. But Jade only comes into play after she gets shot at when they stumble upon the diamonds. Jade is a guy. I retract my... <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about the guys. All right. All right. So let's, I'll try to simplify this as much as I can. There's two dudes that are DEA agents yes. who are investigating the murder of two other DEA agents. No, just cops. No, just cops, from what just I understand. Just cops. <laughs> God just damn cops. it. Okay. And then, and then Donna and Taryn. Yes. Donna is a DEA agent. Yes. And she's yeah. meeting back up with her DEA agent friends. She, I think that she just kinda... lives and works in Hawaii. Yeah, she because she's like an undercover bodyguard from my understanding of it. She's like the undercover bodyguard of Taryn. Oh, okay. Because okay. she's in witness protection. Yes. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes so much more sense. So, Taryn is in the witness protection program. <laughs> Good job, Mike. <laughs> I'll try to recap. <laughs> Taryn, Taryn is in the witness protection program, and she's being bodyguarded by Donna Spear. Yeah. Yes. With one N, who plays Donna with two Ns. Yes. Very, very, very big stretch. Big, big, well, you know what? Yeah, it's a big, you know, <laughs> when you get typecast, sometimes you got to really go against type. So that's what Donna's doing here. Uh, <laughs> so she's guarding this person, and they stumble, up, they, they get attacked by two people on... ATVs. ATVs. There you go. I was I wasn't I was gonna say a golf course somewhere or something. I don't know where they were being I'm pretty attacked. Pretty sure this entire movie was shot on a golf course. Yes, <laughs> probably. So yeah, they get attacked, they 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 foil that crime, and then they find out that there's a gang out there and 
they go to kick ass and take names or something. But they find some diamonds and a snake gets loose. That's kind of it, but there's more layers to every little bit look, of this. Well, look, don't worry, look, folks. A bunch we'll of, try to figure it out. A bunch well. of drug dealers <laughs> in Hawaii are committing some shit, and the DA goes goes after them. There you go. There you go. That's, sure, that's that's what that we could say it that way. <laughs> that's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> and with that being said, we'll be right back. I don't believe it. You have another spy movie poster, and in German yet? Yeah, it's a real killer, isn't it? Taryn, you have a Malibu Express poster hanging over your bed. The store threw it in for free. I thought you'd get a kick out of it. We don't hear much from Cody anymore since he left the agency to become an actor. Well, he and Rowdy are cousins, right? Yeah. They're both adorable, but just a little bit flaky, you know? So tell me the truth, Don, about Rowdy. How's his stuff? Great. He's got four inches. Four inches? That's not so hot. Yes, it is. I measured him from the ground up. <laughs> and we're back. We're talking about Hard Ticket to Hawaii. I think we forgot to mention, too, this movie opens up with boobs, um, basically. <laughs> and it closes with boobs, specifically. It does close with boobs. Yeah, yeah it's pretty absurd. <laughs> <laughs> the credits of this is fucking ridiculous. The funny thing is, is like... Last it, chance to get tits in. I, I so Basically. I, before like I picked this film, I hadn't watched it in like a while, and I was... Kyle's putting it on the the server for us all to watch, and uh, I'm like, dude, there's not that many boobs. Oh yeah, because I pulled up the because uh, I put the DVD in to see which which title it was, and like the 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 DVD menu was running through scenes from it, and we're just like, there's a slow mo of some chick running, and her tits were flying. Around. I was like, <laughs> I was like Jesus. And so, co- yeah, go yeah. ahead. So I'm like, there's not that many boobs in this, and then I went over to right after I went over to Chris's and I watched it with Chris. And Kyle just texts me, there's not that many boobs in this. And we're like halfway through the film. And I'm like, man, I've seen so many boobs in this movie already. That- <laughs> well, we we really, we we had said it when we were watching it, where it's not a lot of boobs. It's the same boobs a lot of times. In that's, different places. Yeah. It's the same boobs in different places. That's a weird argument. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's like, <laughs> like, you think that that makes it different? Yeah, those those here's particular the, people show their boobs quite a few times here's in this the movie. Weird, here's the weird thing about it. <laughs> It happens so many times in this movie, it really never feels sexual. This movie, at no point in time, did I find titillating in any way. <laughs> yeah, this movie is a, not a sexual film. No! It's, you yeah. With how much boobs are in this movie, it's always like they're just doing stuff with their boobs out. Yeah. It's never like, you know, well, they go... They gotta- I think because it is so deliberate... It makes it not sexual in a weird way. It's like it's like she literally just walks to a shower and then you know shows her boobs, takes her top off, and starts showering, and then walks away so nonchalant yeah. out in the that middle. you become desensitized to the fact yeah. that out it's, in the middle of the beach, like most Hawaiians do, I hear. Yeah, they just big, walk out there. No, it's not a real it's big thing. In Hawaii. No, <laughs> maybe in some corners, in some corners of Hawaii. There's a scene in this movie that I think explains the nudity very well. It's the scene where uh, they finally kill the skateboarder with a rocket launcher. Yeah, we can get and into that now if you blow want. Him up, and then they go to blow up the sex doll as well. Yeah, it's a gratuitous scene of violence that does it, but it totally, totally sums up exactly how the nudity in this is. It's so absurd. Yeah, <laughs> that you're just like. 
All right. I mean, I guess that's a thing that happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I just that's the only way I can describe it. I love this the is... I love the way rockets, uh, the characteristics of rockets are in this movie too. Because like, yeah, right. Even when you get into like get into the end and he shoots the stake with the rocket, it's like that rocket launcher suddenly turned into like an M eighty firecracker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was it like, only really? Took the head off. You shot that in the house. He's like the Hawkeye of rocket launchers. Right. He's got like <laughs> yeah, a, like can't... a br- a missile for every little thing he needs to do. Like one just. <laughs> We'll just shoot out an EMP and like knock out a boat. <laughs> one's just for repelling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got the snake. You get the snake shot in that one. Yeah. yeah it's very convenient How for the location. How can you get across this chasm? Hold on. And he shoots a rope across it. A, ro- a rope bridge unfolds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we get into like all the craziness, I do want to talk about the one good part of this movie because there is one really well done thing in this movie. About this movie or in this movie? In this movie, that's really well done. Okay, one okay. thing, really well done. Yes, is the word I, you're going to use. I'm excited yes. to hear this. This is the phrase you're using, and it's the opening credits. I've never thought I'd say this about the movie that one of the best parts of the movie would be the credits, but the credits, the opening credits of this movie are actually pretty damn good. The thing I totally agree. Boxes? No, the thing is, is like. They're great because you don't see a lot of that. I mean, it's not original by any no. means. They've done it many times with other in other ways, but it's a nice, refreshing way to see credits done. I, I feel I, like I, I liked them a lot. I thought they, I thought it was fun and interesting and and a, and a cool way to kind of introduce the characters and maintain the act like the kind of action of the film moving forward. Like you were able to do credits that weren't boring, but still kind of grasp what was going on yeah. in the film. And then you get all the, that's where you get all the, the exposition, Mike. That's where you you learn about the... Uh, <laughs> what is that noise? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Me already laughing about the uh, uh, cancer-ridden snake. Was it cancer? Yeah, he ate... I guess the snake oh, ate. He, he ate poisonous rats. They were, that no, had they're cancer. cancer. Yeah, they had cancer, and so he, that's. Oh, there, there were rats. There were rats that had toxic sewage, and then he had some form of sewage cancer. That's what it was. Okay. It, did it really go that deep? I don't remember going it, that deep. It, it did. It went that deep for about five seconds when we got exposition of the phone call, and that was. It. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Which that sewage guy? Cancer. Yeah, I got that sewage cancer. Sewage cancer and yeah. snake. J- Jason knows what's up. But that's where we get to see the snake, and then we get to see that these these uh, these women work at Malachi, uh, Malachi Cargo, and uh, that's you know, and then you get the whole the 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 whole basically of what they do and why they go to where they go. They oh, that's the word I was trying to remember. I was trying to remember earlier. Let's remember it right now. What they do? Technically, they're bush pilots. Yeah, so they fly in and out of. Isolated places Which with no runway. I think she's bush flying pilots? that plane. Let's call it bush pilot. I think she's flying that plane. I don't really? think so at all. Why? I don't think that plane was even <laughs> in the air. <laughs> she takes it down the runway at least. You can see her, like yes, as she's flying it down. That's, no, that's like you can a see body double. Yeah, no, dude. no, no. You can see her. It's her. Oh, it's a I body know, double, man. dude. I think it's her. Oh my god! I don't. Like, I don't. Think you know, so. remember when, a film? But just like when when Arnold Schwarzenegger jumped. The Harley Davidson in the scene. Yeah, that was in, him. Yeah. Terminator Two. Yeah. That was really him. Yeah. yeah, totally. Did his own stunts. Did all his own stunts. Everybody knew that. Yeah, that this 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 movie with this amazing budget let let this let this actress fly a fucking plane. Yeah, I don't think it was her. Dude. I don't think she had, especially because the way they cut in on the shot where she's landing, it's like. It's like nearly rolling to a stop. Oh my, like they dude, just pushed it and ran out of the one way. One of the best cuts in the whole movie. 
I pushed it and ran yeah. out of the way. That's how I, one of the best like cuts in this movie ever. That was horrible. That was terrible. It was awful. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> it just like pops. The plane just pops I mean, on the screen. Like, I mean, that's 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 this movie. The editing is pretty horrible. I mean, l- listen, the the editing is horrible, but it comes from like a, a really strong lineage of like Roger Corman films, especially Roger Corman films that were the early stuff that was like filmed in like Cambodia or or right. uh, where where was the other place he did a lot of their their films at. But actually, even the helicopter exploding is. The uh, I'm almost positive that's the stock footage that was used in just about every single Roger Corman trailer. I knew it. Mm. That's what I said. I was like, I was like, that's that. That's the helicopter that always. You always you always cut from a gunshot to an exploding helicopter in these trailers. That's the one. Right there. there. I I thought to myself, why isn't this a canon film? Like I thought this was kind of their It wasn't good enough their for <laughs> Yeah. I well, would say that. I guess Andy Sears <laughs> had made enough money that he was just like he pre- he financed these movies himself. Yeah, he was So he so no one could tell him what, what kind of movie to make. Yeah, uh, that's obvious. You know, oh, it's 100% obvious. <laughs> like, I mean, we were, you know, we were talking about just the, the delivery of the dialogue and the and the script alone. It sounds like these people were not allowed to improvise or be natural in any way with the dialogue. They had to like oh it sounded God. like they had to read it off the page as it was written. Dude, totally. The fucking the 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 crony, the guy, the 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 guy henchman. Shades or Seth? Seth, his delivery was terrible throughout the whole film. There was like, where is he coming from? Oh, he must be over here. Let's go look. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's they were reading cue box. cards off the side of yeah. the fucking screen. You guys don't or think they were just bad actors? No, they were, but they. No, they totally I think were. they were reading cue cards also on top of yeah. that. And the script was so bad that the, like they couldn't even do it naturally because they were probably told not to do it how it was written. I think you guys are being really kind to these guys. <laughs> no, no, we're shitting on both of them. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Bad actor, bad <laughs> script. We're just okay. we're just taking a big dump. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes, which makes for a great movie, Mike. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Surprised that didn't happen in this film. <laughs> oh, shit. God damn. Boom. <laughs> Giving away his rating. Uh, Fives. <laughs> five five ton- toenail suck polish. Oh, God. Oh, uh, that fucking don't... line. Yeah. Jeez, I just want to suck the polish every toes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't, uh, don't forget that these ladies, not only are they transporting the snake, where the original snake was supposed to go, I believe, to the animal museum? The animal, you know. The, you know. The animal museum. The animal museum. Well, one of them Some was supposed people to go call to the, it zoo. I thought one of them was supposed to go to, like, the equivalent of the CDC. Yes, that was the, the other one. That one the other got, one was supposed to just go to the zoo. No, from I think they said animal museum, Kyle. I'm pretty sure I mean, they you know said what? Animal Museum. <laughs> clearly, Animal Museum. Clearly. And, and DC, you know the one. Clearly, clearly this director has never been to a zoo before. <laughs> Take him to the Animal Museum. The kids, yeah, the board. You know where you all go it's, to see animals? It's a museum of animals. Animal Museum. I have a question. Is this a sexploitation film? I wouldn't uh, classify it as such. You would not? Yeah, because there's not, not really sex in this film. Yeah, uh, yeah not really not. sex. Yeah, there and is. The, and, there is. Yeah, but what, dude? Sex. That doesn't count. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. But the sex, but the sex in the film isn't used to like propel the story in any way. Oh. So well, it, that I don't know. Hold on now. No, it, it, <laughs> let's it, get it, back it, to the it. It, real, think about it really it. isn't like if you if you no, if you really not. break it down, the sex is there to titillate the audience that's there, but it's not there as it's not used as a way to either coerce. The main oh, characters, not coerce, 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 coerce. <laughs> I'm talking weird tonight because I got dental work done, um, yeah. and it's not used to 
it's not used as a MacGuffin of sorts to kind of propel the story for it anyway. It's just tits. This is a movie that's just guns. Wait, I'm confused. It's just a boob movie. Is the definition of a sexploitation that the sex has to drive? No, but but most of them that I've seen, it plays a prominent, a more prominent role. Okay. You guys, All right. are, you guys are also forgetting that not only they're transporting the the snake, but they're also transporting um, the newlyweds. Yep, who... that is the weirdest plot point in this film. I don't understand it. <laughs> well, then the snake's got to kill somebody. I mean, <laughs> just the, the the concept is we're gonna fly you to a remote island so you can camp for three days or whatever. Yeah, and then as the movie watcher, they vanish. Throughout, okay. for, yeah. throughout pretty much like 45 to 50 minutes. They're just there for the snake to kill. And then, yeah. And then when they come upon the bodies, they're like, oh my God, well, there's nothing we can do. Let's leave. <laughs> Dude, it's like, what? That, <laughs> Collect the bodies. Collect. No, they got to go, man. They're DEAs. There ain't the more. They got time. We don't have time for this. Time That's what they really should help, have said. Helpless We don't have time for this stuff. We yeah, have to stop drugs. Their families can, can <laughs> fucking bury a casket full of rocks. Fuck it. Every minute, there's a thousand five-year-olds getting drugs. We need to get on on it. That was never in this movie. <laughs> and and then dropping them off. That's when we also learn that they 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 are uh, apparently expert martial artists because uh, nunchucks are used quite a lot in this movie, but never correctly. No, they're just used as like a, a pummel device. Like a they're just like clubs, it's like yeah. a blackjack. Yeah, just kind of whack them. In they the don't back do of the head. any of the chain stuff. It's like they just hold. For anybody who hasn't seen the movie in the audience, it, they grab the nunchucks and they never unfurl them. No, <laughs> I guess they just say. hold, they both, they just hold both sticks and beat them like it's a yeah. blackjack. Which would yeah. be really hard or, or, or throw them like they did in, when they get the diamonds. That's the part too I just don't get. No, she throws a, a, a ninja. She's star. The, yeah, but so does uh, Taryn throws her nunchucks. Yeah, she at does. One of them. She does throw nunchucks at, at one yeah. of the guys. Well, you know you gotta throw something. Hey, and it, yeah, what's here's, with that? And here's where I'm kind of confused too: is where the diamonds come in play with the drugs. This is why I almost that's d- payment for the drugs. But w- they never transport the drugs. We never see the drugs like moved again. It's just obsession over the diamonds. And the guy who's giving them the diamonds is the guy who wants the diamonds back. Yeah. So he's paying the drug dealers or or, or the it's drug called, people. They, they call that a double cross. Who Cody. I'm guessing? No, who <laughs> I'm, it's a double cross. Who I'm guessing is Seth. Seth is like kind of running the drugs, and I'm guessing then yeah. Mr. Chan buys them, but then he doesn't buy them because he wants maybe, his fucking I think, diamonds I think, back. I think they're getting paid for growing and manufacturing it. They're manu- they're, they're manufacturer. Mr. Chang is the buyer, and then he purchases and then distributes out to his network. But of he drug never dealers. he's never worried about the drugs in the movie. Mr. Chan's only worried about getting his diamonds back. Well, yeah. You but I'm like, if you well, pay okay. them with diamonds, why do you want your fucking diamonds back? Well, why? of course he's going to be concerned about that because you can just throw a couple seeds down and bam, boom, boom, boom. Well, they're already you running. You got fucking drugs. Yeah, but you got to wait another thousand years for there are, cause there like are, a diamond. Because well, <laughs> they make it seem like they're, well, no, yeah, because they're already <laughs> running the drug operation. They're already running the drug operation because Shades is there and the other two, uh-huh. Skateboard. This is the problem with this Skateboard. movie. This is the problem with this movie. You're, we're we're trying to have a, a meaningful conversation about a film that makes zero fucking sense. Yeah, but can I just say something? We didn't have this kind of trouble with Miami Connection. <laughs> <laughs> like as much as we were like, oh my god, that crazy scene. It all kind of was like, all right, the movie fits together. 
Yeah. It fits together pretty well. This actually. one seems like it does too. I think we just missed like an important one line yeah, of dialogue maybe, that explains. Maybe you're probably you're probably just too distracted no, by I the don't boobs, know, man. Kyle. <laughs> this is this is too there's too many moments already that we tried to explain this film. Where we're like, yeah, no, the cop, no, I don't think they were the cops. Uh, they were DA. Wait, was not DA. One of the girls is a, like, we don't know anything. It's kind of a shit show. We <laughs> like the movie is yeah, itself. Okay, it's, yeah, okay. It's mostly the dialogue because of the dialogue, which at yeah. points though has its brilliance. The editing, some very sh- like what does he say? <laughs> like some one man's trash is another man's dream. Or one man's dream is another man's lunch. I don't get yeah, that one. I don't understand one, that. One man's dream is another I man's lunch. I feel like lunch. this director just isn't that smart. Like he didn't know the real way that these things were spoken. Like he won fourteen animal, Emmys. Animal dude. Museum. Yeah, fourteen fucking Emmys. Hey, you know what? You can win Emmys being like cut to camera two. Yeah, <laughs> you can cut to camera three. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was the one that we mentioned where we were like, he clearly didn't. Know. Oh, the 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 nurse. When yes. the when Jade goes into the hospital and he for the gunshot wound. for getting shot in the fucking right heart he's like I got bad news and good news and <laughs> oh I survived he's like the good news is is that uh, I saw a nurse in there and he's like oh, why is that a big deal because she left me in stitches and he says it like it's a sex joke like a set like yeah, yeah like it's this it clever joke but like yeah it's like you mean like. His friend at no point is like, so she was like funny? Is like, she like, a median? Yeah. Was she like really funny or something? She left you. You know what that phrase means, right? It means to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, it means my dick. Yeah. She had uh, my dick. <laughs> but then it's got- it's it makes got, no sense. It's got good ones like, uh, if brains were bird shit, then you would have a clean cage. That's pretty. That one was a, good. That's and, like somebody sitting around trying to think of something that hasn't been said before. And when <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> that was part of their writing session. All right, guys, we got to come with something clever here. When Donna and uh, Taryn come into Edie's and Ashley comes up to them and goes, uh, uh, they, he's like, I'm going to give you the best seat in the house here on my face. And she goes, why is your your nose bigger than your dick? I loved right, it. That, that loved line is it. the shit. That line made me laugh. Her, her delivery and timing was yeah, so good that on was, that That line. was the one good delivered line yeah, in this movie. I, there's a couple that got me, like, just like that. that but. Had that effect. I still don't. That one I still didn't understand either. Why? Because he had a big nose. No, no, no. It was because. Uh, See? He, no. You guys spread. It's because he was trying to be clever and she was like calling him out, like, why is your nose bigger than your dick? Right. Like, is that what you're saying? So, what is she saying? Is she saying his nose is big or his dick is small? His dick Dick is is small. small. His dick is small. Both. Of course. Both. Kind of both. Both. That's kind the of part both. where I was kind of like. has nothing to do with the nose. It's everything really... to do with has the dick. It has everything to do with the nose, Chris. No, it doesn't. Which is you like. You missed the point. Which brings me to my, uh, one of my other favorite lines because I'm so baffled by it and have been, but every time I watch this movie and just how brushed over it is. And it's actually the fucking director who's in this scene. Oh, man. It blows my mind. So they go to Edie's and like. Well, it kind of opens a restaurant. Yeah, Edie's also introduces Jimmy John Johnson, who is the love interest of Taryn, who is a sportscaster who also has a producer there, who is the direct actual director of this film. Uh, Andy Sedaris, he plays this character as the the hotshot New York sports producer, which is actually what he did yep. uh, in real life. But it, it, she, this this beautiful blonde woman walks in, and she walks and she, she sits down at this table, and he starts like apologizing to her right away and she says you practically raped me last night with no context whatsoever yeah other than this is just meeting them and he goes well that was last night this is today 
and like I really care about you. <laughs> what the yeah. And like there's no like I said, no context to this whatsoever. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. It's like two, it's two weeks, uh two weeks in a row row of weird rape references in movies we've done now. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, wait. Huh? And it's just so brushed over. And then he says, I'll have uh, two of those as, a, as far as a cup of coffee as he's telling this woman he likes her and then looking at the, the waitress's breasts. Yeah. It's yeah. it's pretty scummy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really that, is. That's like, the, that, like, I laugh at like a lot of stuff in this movie, but that's the one line where I'm just like, what? what? Why? Why is this? Why? You practically raped me last night? We keep that in here? I mean, when you're the director, I suppose you could do whatever you want, you know? He's Why a not? he's a real wine and steiner. That one. <laughs> yeah, some, some he's got a real whiny steiny vibe. Yeah. <laughs> when you're making a movie that's kinda like this, like I feel like you get a little loose with the dialogue. You know? You get it's a little like, loose with if the you dialogue. get loose with the nudity, the dialogue is sure to follow it. You know? I mean that's just kinda as, how, as how the these old films adage go. goes. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks, from Chris, uh the, yeah. the movie man himself. As they say, as the clothes come off. So doth the dialogue. Yeah, so doth the filter. <laughs> but also in Edie's, um, we have one of the hench one of the hench people. We can go through the hench people. We got shades. Shades. Shades, shades wears sunglasses, always holds an Uzi, probably has the best death in the movie. He does. Yep. He does. Yeah, pretty, um, yeah. Then we got no. Okay, we, ooh, we yeah. yeah. There's some good ones in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh then we got uh, I guess you could say um the Hawaiian guy, skateboard guy. They, cause I don't know their names. Yeah, they don't have. They don't. Uh, they, it, it is. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with Hawaiian guy and skateboard guy as well. And then we got Chan. There's a lot of villains, man. Yeah, Chan's yeah. the main. Uh, Mr. Chan's <laughs> the main. You know main what? Guy. No, there's not a lot of villains though. That's what. That's the part that's, of the movie no, that yeah, made me Seth. laugh. That's the part of the movie that made me laugh so fucking much. Was that bosses? No, no, no henchmen. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, this is like their 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 compound is pretty fucking big and sprawling, right? And at the end, when they're doing this assault on this compound, and she's dropping grenades, she's like, "I'm gonna scare him out." And she drops like a couple grenades outside the compound. One guy emerges. Like, yeah. What is everybody else sleeping right now? Where the, <laughs> fuck, where the fuck's this? Like, right, exactly. at the beginning of the movie, we saw this army of guys working in these <laughs> weed fields, and there's like one guy who's awake right now. That's kind of defending tr- the homestead. That's true because they also have that. <laughs> that we'll get into that fight scene in a little bit, but uh, it's this show is all over the place. Um, so with Chan this movies all over the place. Yeah. Don't blame us. Then you got muscle. You got muscle chick. I like that's, muscle that's, chick a lot. Isn't that that's not Edie? No, no. that's uh, what, and, what's her name? No, and then you have Michelle slash Michael. Yeah, who is has got the um the cross dresser. Yeah, who he's the, he's the chameleon of the Sinister Six here. Yeah, <laughs> <It> really <laughs> gets a job as a bartender, dude. I was like, I want whatever his that phone fucking device is he's got. I want that where you just plug it into something you can just hear anything. It's, it's, yeah, called, right? it's called not real. Yeah, yeah it's called yeah. it's called a suction cup on a string. <laughs> yeah. I'll make you one tomorrow. Yeah. Go to the spy store. <laughs> yeah, that's where they sell. And you can connect it to somebody's landline. <laughs> I've seen those sold in magic shops. Al- Alfred made that for like Bruce Wayne or something at one point. <laughs> I gotta tell you another. One st- of the weapons in Spy versus Spy. Yeah. Yeah. Just like get smart and shit. Suction cup spy with hard. a bomb on the end. 
So as I was saying, Shades probably has the best death, and that's by the, in my opinion, that's the the razor blade. Uh, well, yeah, so side story, me. like, look, Shades is a ruthless criminal, but he loves himself a good game of Frisbee toss. <laughs> he does. He does. One-handed Frisbee yeah. toss. Yeah. He's like, let me see your moves. Yeah. Which I thought was the douchiest line in this yeah. movie. <laughs> and, you know, he he's ta- he's playing Frisbee. He puts his gun down. That's that's how into it he is. Oh, yeah. Puts his gun down, and then our, our lead comes over with a handmade... Uh, frisbee, which he's casually swapping out behind his back, which is painfully <laughs> obvious. <laughs> yeah, he turns. But yeah, it's like our, it's a frisbee full of razor blades. Cuts Shade's fingers off and straight to the neck. How did he even throw the goddamn thing? That's what I want to know. <laughs> you was, saw the slow-mo, he was grabbing them. He was grabbing onto razor blades to heave it at Shade's. Yeah, it was a weird, it was a weird moment. And it was so can hard. I, can I tell you an even weirder moment? <laughs> What's that? So, as that scene's Opening up, what it is is it's Rowdy on a, on a surfboard coming in from the beach, um, wearing I think I don't know what those are. Do they look like women's like bottoms? <laughs> the swim, like seriously, he's wearing like right, and it's kind of eighty eighty short shorts. It's kind of like far off in the distance, and he comes swimming basically in right. And I'm watching this movie with Chris. And it's a real James yeah. Bond Doctor Doctor No moment as as he's coming in. Chris goes, Chris goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, without even skipping a beat. Like, totally thought it was, totally thought it was one of the ladies. He's like, oh, yeah. Look at that ass coming in. Wait. Wait. Oh, man. Wait. You got, voice got low. Wait. <laughs> right there. Wait, what is that? Yeah, no, I'm not into that. I, no. I, I stopped no, no. dead in my tracks. <laughs> Just halt, halted. Oh, man. Dude, I, I also why that might be my favorite death scene now, because after watching that and hearing <laughs> that, I laughed even harder. <laughs> what's your, wait, what's your, what was your favorite death? Uh, the rocket launcher. Oh, my God. So good. Yeah. It's it's just such overkill. It's yeah. insane amount it's of overkill, and the fact that they shoot the sex doll afterwards is just like even more overkill. Yeah, can you I, name the deaths? All the deaths? Uh, uh, well, yes, almost. Well, yeah. the good ones. There's a lot of yeah. just gun. Just the good ones. Gun deaths. So you got um yeah you got the skateboard getting killed by the uh rocket the, launcher the rocket launcher slash truck amazing and then which is awesome because he. He p- passes them and gets into this other car, and then they pass him again in right. the Jeep, and Skateboard gets ahead of them and then grabs a uh, a, a fucking rifle or yeah, a shotgun. It's a, it's yeah, a it's like an old school. It's uh, a sh- the way it shoots is like a shotgun like with birdshot. Uh, he somehow then he, he grabs his blow-up dial to conceal the, the gun, obviously. It makes sense. Yeah. And then goes skating past the Jeep again. Uh, but this time taking a shot, which somehow hits uh, Jade in the chest and blows out the back tire. <laughs> Jade somehow survives this and still is wheel man in it like a fucking champ, even yeah, though he's he shot. And backs this motherfucker up and hits skateboard, <laughs> sends him about 35 feet in the air. <laughs> it has to be that high because it gives Rowdy enough time to reach in the back, grab out the bazooka. <laughs> And fucking shoot him out of the sky and then shoot the fucking blow up dowel out of the sky also in this amazing scene that is like, it's like, the, to me, it's like one of the first like real big cheer moments of this movie. It It is. Yeah. It's the best scene of this film, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. The, 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 the end payoff is pretty damn good. End payoff is all right. Yeah. I think yeah. the end payoff is pretty good. 
uh, and 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 blows them up. And then that's when we find out also that that's pretty much the only gun that fucking uh, uh, Rowdy can use. It's the only one he can shoot. It's like he a, even yeah. says, yeah. For, did you he, have to use a rocket launcher? It's like the only way I can hit a what? The only way he can aim. Yeah, it's the only way that I can hit a moving target. And yeah, and he fucking definitely does because he shoots two things out of the sky. Yeah, he does. I, yeah. The first time I saw it, first time I saw something like that, and I thought it was fucking ridiculous, and I didn't know it was stolen from this movie. Was in Punisher Warzone, <laughs> but uh, in the Punisher Warzone they did this. Uh, yeah, to a guy. In everything in Punisher, in Punisher Warzone. <laughs> 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 then we have the couple dying from the snake. That's right. Where it comes out of the bushes. Yeah. Uh, then we also have Chan falling out the window at the end. We Love ha- that. Oh, man, the body falling off the building. That's a classic shot, I feel like. I, I, we probably just floating s- down? Yeah, I mean, it's literally we catching saw, wind. We saw, yeah, we <laughs> saw that in Riccio. Yeah. 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 It catches wind on the way yeah, down. But, yeah, it starts <laughs> to, like, surf the air down. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, entertaining. We have Seth, who... Uh, Seth is pretty much put through every death scenario that you think Dude. possible. Um, in including this movie. a sick homage to Halloween. Oh, yes. God, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I swear to God, at the end of this movie, I I literally felt like I was watching some kind of zombie movie because he just kept coming back. Yeah. <laughs> he kept coming back to I'm life. I'm like, why is he still alive? This feels like an Italian zombie movie Yeah, he right just now. keeps coming back Because he just life. keeps yeah, like, he does. and when he gets up, he's got like this dead look on his face like, right? it was It was his best acting in the movie, hands down. <laughs> it, it was, was yeah. Dude, he just won't he seriously just he was a will cue card not, reader just will yeah. not die I don't know I like, think his best acting was getting, gets, getting shot in the face covering his eye and then the bullets on his lower cheek no no <laughs> he gets shot in the cheek no he gets shot in the cheek and here's my other thing too with that like what a fucking trooper man and how did it not break any of his teeth? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, he just that's straight Serpico right there. Serpico well, gets shot the, in the you cheek. Still have those cheekbones, dude. Getting okay. shot in the face is he got shot in the fucking him. face. It grazed him. It didn't actually shoot him in his face. It grazed him. Yeah, still. Yeah, to be that close to death. And then, so he's been shot in the face <laughs> in the beginning of the back. film. He gets stabbed in the stomach. He gets shot in the shoulder with a fucking. Um, <laughs> Uh, spear gun. That thing went through his this fucking This guy's like heart. Swiss cheese, man. What else? Did, what else? There's like three other things that happen to him. Yeah, like he gets that. bit in the face with a he snake. He gets bit in the face God with a snake. That's the, finally the one that puts him down, though. But hey, let's not forget about the snake's entrance to that whole scene. Which is the, the greatest the scene greatest, in this movie. It's better than anything that ever happened to Anaconda. So you kind of forget that they, they, they have the snake. <laughs> he let that go. They kind he did. Of, he didn't disagree. Yeah. Because uh. they kind of have the snake... The snake is all over Molokai, the island, which is he's all over he's it. He's touring it, yeah. And then you forget that he kind of goes into their sewer. Like, you watch him go into their sewer system, yeah. and you forget about him. You literally forget about him because he goes into the sewer system, and then you have the whole big action sequence at the end, which has a helicopter explosion, oh, yeah. another rocket launch that blows a dude through a window and kills him. Uh, because, again, the power varies. You can set it. Yeah, on this rocket Stun to kill, you know, <laughs> uh, on this rocket launcher. <laughs> And <laughs> it's true. Okay. And you forget about it because you have all this action shit happen. And then, you know, I don't get why they split up. Donna's like, I'm going to go home. She goes home. And then everybody else gets in a van. And I don't know where they're no, going. No, they all get in a van together. No, Donna does not get in the van. At the, at the very end, they all get in a van. Except for Donna. Donna goes back to the house. That's why Jesus he, he shoots out of the back of the truck <laughs> on a fucking <laughs> motorcycle. 
Where was that and motorcycle right, at, too? Yeah, oh, my God. I said the same thing. I'm like, where is this motorcycle? Yeah, they didn't it just wor- pops out of a truck. He literally wheelies out of a fucking side of a van. <laughs> a like out of, the, out of the Texas saying, chainsaw yeah, van. I'm saying a truck, but it's a fucking minivan. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. A, yeah, it's a, your classic cargo van. Yeah. And he comes shooting out of it, and he drives back to her house and, and then saves her. So they're going somewhere else. I don't, the four of them, the, the other one's Taryn, uh, Jade, uh, Edie, and uh, yep. Oh, Who fuck gives you. a shit? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they're all going somewhere else. <laughs> they're going somewhere else. They're get some, just get them away from Dom. Yeah, they're gonna go. They're gonna go bang. That's you what have, they do in this movie. This, you have the last which ten minutes, not even ten minutes, because it's like no, five so minutes of longer, the ten minute dude. part of the film is her getting in a fight and killing Seth. And then going to the bathroom and wiping herself off with dirty toilet paper that she's been coughing <laughs> into. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why she's coughing. She's like, yeah, she's like she coughing. Suddenly gets into- a cold. She's like, yeah. <laughs> she coughs and then wipes her chest so, down. Yeah, wipes her chest down. <laughs> and then she goes to, you know, she throws the, the the dirty tissue after she wipes herself down in the toilet and flushes it. And for some reason, bright white light and smoke shoot out of the toilet and so does this fucking cancer-ridden snake <laughs> that is killing everybody on this island. Dude, it's like a fucking whack-a-mole situation. It like, is. I gotta say, the the snake kind of reminded me of the gopher in Caddyshack. Yeah. Because it's the same thing, like it keeps popping up throughout the <laughs> film and you're like, oh yeah, there's a fucking gopher that this guy's trying to chase. Yeah. And that's like basically the same thing. I thought this thing was going to pop out of a toilet and like, you know, do a dance to Kenny Loggins. <laughs> 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 I'm alright. <laughs> it's so funny because like the, the snake has nothing to do with the fucking film. Nothing. At all. <laughs> nothing. At all. It just adds a little bit of danger. I extra just, danger. I feel, I feel like they were like, they happened upon a prop snake. This thing's like Let's a, put a it sock in it. puppet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like it's if you got us together at ten years old and we're like, you guys write a movie, and we're like, okay, so it's got to have like boobs. Um, it's got to have a fucking snake. Um, <laughs> Obvious. It's got to have a rocket launcher. <laughs> Throw some sports in there because fucking sports are sick. And <laughs> skateboards. Uh, what else? What else? Um. And you should be able to just talk weirdly fucking weird to women, and they'll still love you. Got it? Yeah. <laughs> it's seriously, it's like written by a ten year old. It's really it is. It no, really is. That's spot on. That is exactly what this film feels like. Is <laughs> like a bunch of teenagers, not only teenagers, like, like pre-teen. pre-pubescent. I yeah. mean, got together in in a fucking like treehouse and decided <laughs> what the perfect movie was gonna be. <laughs> Andy Sedaris is walking home, now- and it blew out of the treehouse, landed his feet. This is gold. There's probably a handful of films that are very similar to this film, and he's made them all. Yeah, they're all directed okay, by him. So he is he. This is his thing. I would say this is he's probably this isn't line though. No. I feel with something like a caged heat or something like that. Yeah, I would say this is like he. I would say he might be the biggest one in the genre, just because I mean, I mean Roger Corman, but sure. No, no, I wouldn't say that he's not. This is a different genre than Roger Corman. Most of it, like different stuff than his. This is yeah. This is not a death race. This is no. This, this is like this is a ju- This is like this is like a classic, like a jungle seventies exploitation action movie. Oh, I wouldn't. Which go that Roger far. Corman rocked the shit out of. And it has a, this I, has the same fucking formula. Can I be honest? And I'm and I, and I I'm not gonna give this movie that bad of a, a, a review. Uh, I just don't want to give away, but I would not give it that much praise. 
<laughs> like what? I wouldn't say like it's in that style or even. And there wasn't close. some. Gr- not every Roger Corman produced film was lot good. Of, lot, no, <laughs> the vast majority of Roger no, no, Corman not, films no, are not fucking good. terrible. Yeah. yeah, they're not good. No, I yeah, know that. But I'm saying I, that's what I'm saying. You thought I was saying it's good? No, no, oh. I, I'm saying style of film wise. Like I wouldn't put this as like. Uh, it just it, dude. It feels like '70s low budget exploitation action movie. It's exactly what it is. It feels like what's the, oh my god why it can't feels I? exactly uh, yeah like it feels like a Cinemax movie no no way in 1987 I yeah would, I would say probably kind of yeah in 1987 <laughs> dude you think about it you, like yeah Cinemax Cinemax now you probably get you get you know you see butts and like a little more you know they actually have pelvis on pelvis area touching but this movie is really not that like. She gives him a fucking blowjob before. No, she does not. We don't know. No, what she that does is. not. We don't know what that sex that act is. That is not a blowjob. It looks like it. Uh, no, it, it does not. No. Oh, so you get? They are just touching midsection. The only, there way, is an the only way she was giving him a blowjob. The his whole dick d- was in his chest. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> that thing, she that is was so high every, up. Yeah, but everything we saw was after he was done moaning, so he was done. He was in the middle of moaning. No, no. we saw. Yes. No. It cuts right to it in the middle of moaning. You got to go back and check that it out. That was him finishing up. He's like, oh. No. They are in the weirdest sex position ever. It, it doesn't exist. You can't tell what they're doing. Also, did everybody catch that? I, I thought this was hilarious. At the very beginning, when they're having, when they're like getting ready to have sex, and he takes his towel off, she, he takes her, her clothes off, and at the bottom of the frame, you can see that he's still wearing like underoos. <laughs> I, I did not notice you that. You didn't catch that? No. Yeah, he still had like really low, they were like really low on him. Like he wasn't, he wasn't full nude for it. He had like little whitey tidies on. I'm sure there's production mistakes for days in this movie oh, oh god yes oh, yeah. my favorite my my favorite thing with those two characters though the, the two guys is they just keep hauling around this crate of guns and then leaving it places to go <laughs> ask for a ride like they just drop it in front of the restaurant and go so there's a rocket launcher sitting inside of that yeah. in front of this restaurant and they're like can we get can we borrow your car <laughs> <laughs> you got a crate of guns oh here. the 80s this yeah. is what was going on in hawaii in the yeah, 80s guys, guys. This is all that was happening. This you know? is what this is real life. It wasn't it was... all tiki huts and pina coladas, all right? It was fucking, <laughs> it was fucking, fucking drug <laughs> cartels and DA agents and crime tiki and spies. They didn't, they didn't call it a soft ticket to Hawaii, I'll no, tell you that. They sure didn't. This isn't a fucking dole whip to Hawaii, bro. Like, this is fucking... Dole whip. This is an action Yeah. Oh, oh, I also like that the villain's half Asian, but doesn't look even close to half Asian, Mr. Chan. And he's he also British. he also uses a martial arts weapon wrong. He the way like, he throws uh, a sword is the weirdest thing I've ever does. fucking he spears seen. Spears it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've seen that before in samurai movies. I've never like, seen holding it, it like that, and it pro- that's probably true. I've seen that before. I'd probably do that too. Actually, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't try to like. Spin it at somebody uh, who's close yeah. to me. I'm spinning would, that motherfucker. I'm getting I would max damage. Spirit, you know. Damage. I'm getting max damage. No, spirit. You're gonna throw. Hold on. You're gonna throw spear style at two fucking people. Oh, you're not gonna oh. hit two people. You're gonna fucking throw it spin style. It's gonna go right into the desk. Nope. Or into what? your neck when you let it go. I'm gonna come around and whip you. No. No. So I'm gonna You're gonna hit him in the head with the fucking I'm gonna lean with the back. fucking handle. I'm gonna lean back. <laughs> the, the handle's gonna bop him in the shoulder. <laughs> it's just gonna fall depressingly onto the floor yeah. in front of him. Like, well, that was a terrible like, effort. Shit! Now they have the sword. Work at all. <laughs> That's it. I did they have two guns. <laughs> now they have this. <laughs> 
fucking mic's missing. <laughs> All right, guys, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll probably just rate this mammer jammer. Hey, Colleen, who's that turkey with you? He's just a thrower. Sorry, Buster. We ain't allowed here. Take off. Hey, lighten up. We're just throwing. Oh, yeah? Let's see you throw one. How about you get lost? What do you mean? I mean it. Move out. Now. Hey, Colleen. Got a great ass. So do you, Pilgrim. And we're going to rate this member jammer. What do you say we rate it? Cody, what do you want to rate it tonight? Uh, I say four-barrel rocket launchers is what we're going to rate it. That's right. That's what we're doing. You can't get enough barrels can't get for that rocket I, My only suggestion was going to be, can we rate it? Great, now they have the sword. <laughs> and it's just a sword spit <laughs> speared in a wall. <laughs> <laughs> a wobbly sword. A wobbly, wobbly sword. Do you want to go to this? Yeah, can you make a gift? No. Four-barrel <laughs> rocket launcher. Four-barrel yeah, like rocket launcher. Let's go. Let's start with Kyle first. Man. Hard ticket to Hawaii. Um, I mean, there's not much I can say about this movie that hasn't already been discussed on this podcast. It's a we just haven't put it together in any like <laughs> cohesive or communicable yeah. way. <laughs> I mean, if you want to know what you get into, getting into with this movie, it's boobs, it's guns, and it's more boobs. Um, yeah. That being said, I'm gonna give it like a two, two and a half, two, two and a half. Sure. Uh, it is a entertaining what? action movie. Um, if you want to just shut your brain off and laugh ridiculously at the screen and the utter absurdity of everything in this movie, um, the rocket launcher specifically, you know, look out for that because that's a great moment in this film. But um, yeah, it, it, there's not much I can really say about it, honestly. Like, I don't know what you want from me here. A review. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you asking me all these questions yeah. about what, my, what I think about I think it that, and shit? I think, I, think, uh, I think the episode speaks for itself. <laughs> Chris? You know, I think with this film, it is a, a, a huge benefit to watch it with others. Um, this is definitely a group film, I think. It's a film, though, that you could, once you watch it with a, probably with another person or a group, and you laugh at the absurdity that is this film. You know, it is something that you could you could pick up every now and again and, and throw back on. I had a lot of fun watching it. Yeah, it's full of boobs and it's full of shit you couldn't get away with probably in this day and age. Um, but that's you know, it's a it's a fun film. It's it's cheesy. It's hokey. It's poorly written. It's poorly acted. Like you can tell, like that it was they were just straight going for the 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 boob angle. That was the marketing for this film and the action, hot chicks doing action shit. So uh, for me, it worked. I'm gonna give it a three and a half. I had a lot of fun with this film. It's not a great film at all. I can see why it belongs up there with Miami Connection and Troll Two, but it definitely doesn't beat those out for me. Um, but I did have a lot of fun with it. It's pretty terrible, and yeah, I recommend watching it, Mike. So, like, the first 10 minutes of this film, like, I fucking fell asleep, man. I checked out, especially during that that plane flying scene. That goes on so long. It's like like watching, like, a Korean karaoke video. It's just, like, that's all it was. It went on for, like, six <laughs> minutes, and it's just, like, sunsets in a plane. <laughs> it was so bad. I was so checked out, and then I was like, fuck Cody for picking this fucking film. And then I'm not going to lie to you, like about 20 minutes into it, I was like, this shit's really picking up already. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not hating this anymore. And then I kind of threw out there, just kind of like, I feel like it, it gets better as it goes on, you know? Like, 
it's a steady climb. It's a slow climb, but once it gets to the top, you're kind of like, all right, this is pretty fucking sick, actually. Like the <laughs> like the rocket launcher scene is fucking classic in my mind. <laughs> it's a classic scene. Um, other than that, though, some of the jokes fall real flat in this, especially the ones we just can't understand. It just the the punchlines make no sense. But again, like. All the action scenes kind of make up for it, especially like all the weird karate <laughs> shit that goes on in this film. I'm actually surprisingly going to give this a three. I agree with Chris. I don't think it's as uh, so bad it's good as Troll 2 or Miami Connection. Uh, I think it's just a little bit below maybe a Troll 2. But, I mean, I do think it classifies as that. I would agree. There are scenes in this that I found were just purely entertaining because they were so terrible. So, yeah. Three, four rocket launchers, four barreled rocket launchers. Three, four barrel rocket launchers. <laughs> kind of confusing. <laughs> like, I think he gave it a seven. Yeah, we, we, we th- did he give it a 34? <laughs> 12? I don't know. Did he give it a 34? No more number shit, guys. <laughs> no more number shit. No more shit. number shit. Uh, that leaves me. Uh, I will agree with both uh, both of you. I actually don't think this movie is good as uh, a Miami Connection and or... Um, uh, Troll 2 and I, I, kind of the reason for that is kind of what Kyle brought up earlier in the show too is is this movie I've seen this movie probably three or four times and I, I know I still don't have all the plot points down mm-hmm. and Clearly. like I mean, and, and th- I know it's in the I know it's in the movie though <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> but I keep missing it somehow um, so you know it, it's it's a weird thing but uh, I have a lot of fun watching this movie uh, I do think watching it with people is a benefit just because there's so much fucking shit to riff on in this movie because, totally. like, there's Donna and fucking Taryn go to the jacuzzi because that's where they do their best <laughs> thinking, uh, topless, <laughs> and stand really close to each other and then play with diamonds above a hot tub. Like, that's the worst place to look <laughs> at a bag of diamonds. It's true. So it's like, there's just this mind-boggling things in this film, but also that are just so fucking outlandish, it's like hard not to laugh at. The other thing, too, is these are two very successful businesswomen, okay? Also, because they make a profit with that company. Yeah. And that wasn't brought up. And that was a cover. Yeah. And it was a cover, and they're making money. Yeah. Which later on, too, at the end of the film, they make money off the diamonds, which is a really weird thing, too. And possibly illegal. <laughs> yeah. The way they explain it, it sounds yeah. like, I don't think the law works that way. Yeah. I like, I don't take stolen you sure objects can't and say, do that. It's yeah. mine now. I can go steal it and then give it to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this this film is, like Kyle said, it's it's boobs, guns, and, and, and more boobs, and that's not a bad thing, in my opinion. And a fucking snake that comes out of the toilet and probably one of the best payoffs in a B movie that I've seen in a long, like in yeah, a long that time. ending's really fantastic. Love the snake part. Yeah. Like that's a huge, that's a that's a fucking hilarious pet because you forget about the snake and then it fucking comes out of a toilet. <laughs> they even have like a joke about light. it. Yeah, they're like, are they like, oh the fucking? Would you yeah. believe it came out of the toilet? To- and yeah. he's like, oh that'll make you afraid to go pee. No, just when you thought it was safe, safe to oh. pee again. Yeah, just, just when you thought it was safe to go that pee again. That was a joke that failed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> one of those things where I'm like, come on. <laughs> there are like some that. stupid ass jokes in this movie, that's for sure. Which also makes part of the fun for it. So yeah, I am going to go with, I'm right there with Chris. I'm at a 3.5 with this film. 3.5 for me. I thought higher. Don't get me wrong, I really like this movie, but if, I, if I'm going to put it in the same category as so bad it's good, then it is definitely competing against uh, Miami Connection, which is, to me is a solid five, and Troll 2, which uh, I think I gave that 
I think I may have given that a five or yeah, may have given that a five. Yeah. That was before I saw Miami connection, which I'd probably give troll two like a four and a half to a four now. Uh, comparative to Miami Connection, and I yeah. think this is like a three point five. I think this is right, yeah. right in there. It's in there. I yeah. think it's in top ten for sure. Like if there's a top ten of so bad it's good films, this movie's probably because it is. In there. It is even though it's it's hard to follow. The thing is, it's entertaining enough to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's some movies that are like. I think was what was the one that you you guys liked? Um, oh, was, Hawk the Slayer. Yeah, like I had a hard time following that, and I didn't like it. Like I wasn't entertained by it because I think I had a you know I had yeah. a hard time following following it. And to where this one, like I have, it's not easy to follow, but yet <laughs> somehow keeps me entertained throughout. Right. I mean, so, it's the formula. It's boobs, guns, and boobs. Yeah, that's all. That's there you go. And there, actually, there were moments in this film where I was like. Like th- these actresses, like actually, are doing pretty good for what they've got to work with. You know, like I like call me crazy, but I was like, if you gave them something decent, like they might actually be able to do a good job. Yeah, no, I don't fucking know about crickets that one. on no? that one. No, <laughs> okay, it's <laughs> tough, man. I was like, you know, I could see that. I think the script I've is terrible. So it's I've just... seen worse. I mean, honestly, I have I seen worse. The, I don't think any of the actors are particularly good. But yeah, they were good at what they were supposed to do. The one scene that I also want to point out that I can't figure out, just real quick before we end the show, because I, I forgot to talk about this one, is the one where they go use the phone after the people are killed by the snake. <laughs> yeah, they're I not. <laughs> they're not even talk about the people that were killed by the snake, but. There's just this weird sumo wrestling going on the whole time they're on the phone. Yeah, and yeah. I, the best part I like about it is that there's a scene, like a shot, where he's shooting through the sumo wrestling, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, it's weirdly... It's like these bodies it's like slapping together. artistic, like, Kubrick like, yeah. <laughs> shot past, like, panels or something, yeah. except it's fucking sumo wrestlers. Yeah. I thought the same thing. It was, it was probably the only shot in this movie that I thought, like, wow, that's... Way too interesting of a shot for this movie, I feel like. That's yeah, but like the really... funny thing about it is that I think that he was really conscious of it. Like, you see, there are film like references in this, obviously, the oh, yeah. Halloween and you know, when the, the Roger Corman thing getting blown in there. I wonder if he saw like it from a better director and was just like, I'm gonna do that same shot. Dude, there is, but not... where in my style through these fucking sumo wrestlers yeah. going to town. <laughs> I bet you he did. Dude. We didn't really talk about it, but like, I actually do think that there was skill to like the cinematography and the lighting in this movie. Like, it wasn't all perfect, but like, there were good shots and there were like there was good lighting in some scenes there was good lighting i'll say that like a, a lot of stuff that happened at night inside the huts and stuff i thought were just i don't know why but i i thought it was shot well and especially when the muscly chick is like doing her routine yeah exactly yeah. sometimes you just gotta do a routine kind of shot magazine like like i assume these were playboy models or yes. like something usually so playboy models are penthouse they probably got like somebody who did lighting for like like photo shoots and stuff to do some of the the lighting on this. I would imagine that's what it made me feel like. I was watching kind of like a photo shoot in a lot of those, like what you're describing. Yeah. So that's our show for this week. Before we go, we got a review to read. Ooh, oh yeah. Oh shit. So let's get that. This one made me fucking laugh. I think only Chris is able to read I, I agree. I think Chris should read this one. I agree. I wonder I'll how read it. Gonna... Yeah, I'll read it because I just can't believe, like, it was so, I, this just, I had to even look up what, what this meant because I was like, what does that even fucking mean? But 
So we got a we got a review five stars from um, probably one of my favorite na- uh, people I've ever seen named on uh, iTunes, Major Butt Duck, Major Butt Dukes, <laughs> Major Butt Dukes, Major Butt Dukes, Major Butt Dukes. I'm guessing it's like Major Poops, you know, like Butt Dukes or Poops. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody got that. I love it. Oh, I fucking <laughs> love I it. Explain that. Chris I is like, I love shit. Uh. <laughs> oh man. Hey, I'm not above dick and fart jokes. I'm gonna say that right now. I love him. <laughs> and that's the review. Thanks. There it is. That Thanks very much. Stars. Five stars. Thanks, five stars. Oh, sorry. It says I've been listening to the show for so long that I can tell when Chris doesn't like the film because he gets a serious case of vocal fry to the point where it sounds like someone is impersonating a bored Kardashian sister. <laughs> I had to look up what vocal fry meant. You didn't know, you didn't know what vocal fry was? No, I had yeah. no idea. <laughs> everybody, every girl, every well, even guy, yeah, we, guys do it. Everybody. Do I do that? Do sometimes. I get vocal fry when I don't like films? Yeah, sometimes yes. you're like, yeah. Is that what I do? I get yeah, a, yeah, I get yeah, real yeah. like uh, that, like uh, rocky like when uh, I wake up in the morning. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that, guys. Uh, I do a, ver- a reverse vocal fry though. You do? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I've, I've caught myself doing that. It's like a weird reverse. It's not the end tail end. It's that's the, it. This isn't even the whole front. review yet. But listen, guys. Yeah, major continue. Major Butt Dukes goes on to say. But seriously, though, it's great to hear these in-depth in-depth conversations about cult films with four unapologetic reviewers. My favorite part of the show is when they get into heated debates on whether or not a film uh, they're reviewing should be defined as a cult classic or not. We didn't ask that question on this show. Oh, I think the answer was pretty clear. Yes, yeah, it's definitely a, answer a cult is, yeah. film. This is a cult film, yeah. for yeah. sure. Uh, he also appreciates our selection of films. Uh, they've reviewed a lot of my favorites, but they have also introduced me to a lot of great cult films that I've never knew existed before. Five stars. Good job, guys. Thank you, Major Butt Dukes. Ba- Major yeah, yeah. Butt Dukes coming Thanks. in with a five-star coming review. In, coming in hard on the, on the butts there. And the fucking awesome <laughs> the <Dukes>. name. Major <laughs> Butt Dukes. All right, guys. Like I said, that's our show for this week. Make sure you follow us on, on social media at cultfilm underscore review on Instagram and Twitter. Also on Facebook. We are almost to like a thousand followers on Facebook. I noticed that. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then do us a favor. Head over to our YouTube page. Like and subscribe there. Leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out like we just did. And then uh, redbubble.com, cult film shop in the search bar, and or CFIR, buy a shirt. And then... July 20th, wear that shirt to our live show. Oh, that'd be cool. Live show. Coming right up. At Phoenix Film Bar. So make sure you guys check that out. Chris, where can they get tickets one more time? Thefilmbarphx.com. That's correct. All right, guys. Uh, you can follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at ColtFilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at Mike Solucio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram and Snapchat. Remember, guys, if you're going to join a cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. Major Butt Dukes.